Who wants to who wants to do the intro? Did I do it last time or did you do it, Sean? I did it. <laughs> okay, so it's my turn. Are you lying to me? <laughs> Who knows? Me? Never. You pulling my leg. Um, let me think. Uh, what can I do for an intro? Um, what, what's our usual spiel? It's... It's... Well... <laughs> I fucking see what you did there. <laughs> Welcome to my dungeon! I'm Kat. I'm Sean. And I'm Jake. Welcome, Jake. Hello. It's a good thing to, it's a good thing to be here. I don't know how to English. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It's good to be here, that's what I was meant to say. Well, it's great to have you. Thank you very much for coming on. It's alright. <laughs> so how about we uh, jump into this interview here? Yeah, let's get to know Jake. Hi. <laughs> so what do you want to know? <laughs> What's your ideal date? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Nah, nah, we're not going to go that deep. We just that's, we just want to know, like, your social that, security. That's off the record, Wait. yeah. <laughs> uh, your credit card number. Don't forget the, uh, the CBC at the back. Mother's maiden name. I don't have any of those. <laughs> exactly. That's great. That's great. All right. Uh, how how about Jake? Uh, you tell us on um, on like what's your first? How did you get into D and D or tabletop RPGs in general? Okay, it's a understandable question to ask. Um, yeah, no. Uh, my what was it? The group that I that I uh, play uh, that I play D and D with, uh, or mm. well, D and D Pathfinder, whatever. Um, I've been playing. I've been playing things like uh, TF two and other such games with them for years. And then one mm. of them basically uh, through through. Uh, the idea out. Hey, does anyone want to play? Uh, what was it? Warhammer, I think it was. You know, forty k. Nice. Yeah, forty yeah. k. Yeah, I was not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it. It started out with everyone, you know, everyone having finally started up their characters after about a week or so, I think. Mm. Um, and then, uh, what was it? There was something going. There was something going on where, like, uh, the D, the the DM was say, you know, he had ideas. And someone mm-hmm. basically nudged me into uh, nudged me into getting my librarian uh, to try and uh, what was it read the GM's mind or DM's mind? Um, either it was either the actual DM or their char- or their player character. Um, ah. Yeah, I think I think it was the player character. Um, I tried. I rolled a one hundred, which isn't good because uh, oh. so, it, it goes because what was it? The lower the number, the better in forty k. Right. Uh, I, it's on a D one hundred system. Yeah, um, I ended up rolling on uh, perils of the warp. I think it was. I, I ended up rolling on something that made it so there was something bad going to happen because I tried to tap into something that shouldn't be tapped into. I then rolled uh-huh. again, one hundred. My character's Ooh. head explodes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. 
the first thing that I did because I had essentially been nudged into it, and I still don't get to. I still don't get to forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very much yeah. That's definitely a long-lasting memory. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> nothing, well, were nothing you able to create a new character after that? Um, I th- I think well I think because we were. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to think because this was like a quite a while ago. Mm. I think uh, I think we did the whole. Oh, um, your identical brother walks in. <laughs> right, <laughs> my, the, my favorite trope. Yeah, hey, your cousin. Your brother. What's this mess here? Yeah, because <laughs> you know it. It was a lot of people's first time with uh, doing anything with tabletop stuff. So mm-hmm. it was you know there was there was a bit of there was a bit of um, what was it hypothetical stuff being thrown about uh, like. You. I think one guy wanted to see if he could cut a space marine open with a fish. He ended oh, up doing oh. that. It was very weird. <laughs> I think I it was doubt that, I doubt that worked, but it actually nice did. It was very worrying. Holy shit! Never yeah. mind. <laughs> well <Yeah>. then, <laughs> I couldn't tell you the roles that happened to cause it because, like I say, this was years ago. But mm. yeah, it was a weird. Th- it was a wild thing. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just don't, just don't give the guy any fish, and you're fine. <laughs> uh, are you playing currently? Playing any games? Heading up any games? Um, I'm not playing in any games at the moment. No. Um, I, the last, the last one I was in was, uh, I, I don't want to call it a one shot because it took several weeks, but <laughs> it wasn't a full, it wasn't a full blown campaign because it didn't take two years. Mm. So you know, <laughs> oh, oh, an adventure. Yeah, um, it was it was set during like uh, the G- the GM. Uh, what was it? It was set during GM's uh, main campaign, but during like huh. a certain scenario in like yeah. uh, in the main thing. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, it was like so. Whilst whilst the adventurers were ruining town on this side, what was going on on the other side, where the repercussions of their actions were about to catch up with other people. It was actually real so, neat. We that's actually that's a really what, cool idea. Yeah, because yeah. then, then you can, um, with your other group, you can throw in some flavor of what mm-hmm. your other players have done. Yeah, exactly. I love the idea of, you know, you have your world and a bunch of different adventures and campaigns occur in it. Mm. It's cool. Yeah, it was real. It was real fun. That would have actually, that would have actually been a lot more interesting if the campaigns were running concurrently but this was like mm. uh, kind of a flashback sort of thing like all right so gotcha. the base yeah it's like the main thing is over but let's go back let's go back to like the main uh, to one of the big scenes that happened and see how other people would have handled it in another part of the area oh. yeah uh, we yeah. we ended up getting like what the dm claimed was one of the best endings cuz oh. we had we only had one player die who had who had a backup character, and because of the scenario, new people could mm-hmm. come in pretty easily. Um, mm. A few NPCs died, but they were mainly trying to defend everyone else. And we managed to keep an important NPC from dying to the point where it would, if the sessions had been running concurrently, it would have actually affected things for the better, as it were. Mm. Which is which is pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, with their experience, uh, what are what are like what's like your favorite character you've ever played? The favorite character I've ever played. Oh, that that's gonna be easy because I've only played about um, four characters, three of whom I actually remember. Um, <laughs> uh, I would have to say it's the most recent the most recent character I've played, um, which was in that uh, 
uh, which was in that uh, set in mm. that campaign. Um, mm-hmm. A half a halfling uh, daredevil bard named Vedman Swift, who's uh, ba- who's uh, who basically went went around. Uh, Oh, what was what was it he did? Yeah, uh, main weapon. Well, main weapon was a whip. So you know, really good, co- okay. really good coverage. But mm-hmm. um, it took a few feats to get like lethal damage yeah. capabilities. And uh, what was it? Their their main me- their main method of doing things was to try. You know, was uh, crowd control sort of things, or you know, disabling opponents rather than outright killing them. Because I figured, hey, I wonder what would happen if I did something. You know that didn't involve smacking them with a two by four. You know it was pretty. Mm. It was pretty neat. It it was kind of yeah. It was. Hmm. It was a bit. Um. And it was a bit of a problem when the when the campaign we were in was essentially a white apocalypse. But you know, I did. I didn't want. I didn't want to be that guy who built the character around a set around something that they couldn't realistically know was going to happen. And unlike some people I could uh, mention, but I won't because you know that's rude. But yeah, no, it was it was a pretty it was pretty fun. Even if even if the only time I ever actually swung the damn thing was to try and trip one of my party members as a joke, it didn't work because <laughs> okay. I tried it on a rogue. Ah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was you know it was great it was great fun because. <clears throat> Because uh, what was it? It just it just involved running around, acting like acting like a show off, pulling things off <laughs> that people shouldn't be able to do, and inspiring others by doing such things, even if my mm. character was only three feet tall. <laughs> it was great stuff. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, what are your some of your inspirations as a player? Where 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 do you get your ideas? Video games. <laughs> like you know, I I could I could try and um, bullshit around it as some might say, but no, it's just I I I haven't done a lot of book reading in the last while outside of you know maths work stuff, and uh, I'm not I'm not what I've not had much to do with movies, so I've basically been pulling from video games because they've got some good ideas. Who'd have thought it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, aside from my librarian uh, and his brother, uh, <laughs> uh, the th- the characters I made, um, one is basically um, a living version of Sir Daniel Fortescue from Medieval. It's oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they, they, were, they were mainly just based around you know, running into people and smacking them with a shield, and then occasionally just swiping as hard as possible. Well, no, wait, not as hard as possible, as many times as possible. Another one was based off, of, was vaguely based off of one of my Final Fantasy characters. Uh, I wanted to try a cleric, um, so I just made one based off of, again, one of my Final Fantasy characters. Um, and they were all right, but uh, the the campaign they are in wasn't too good. Um so you know, I might I might try and you know get get use out of them in another in another, another yeah, campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the only uh, the last character that I made, uh, Redmond, they aren't based on anything, which is actually quite amazing, really, because oh, I'm not very yeah. imaginative. <laughs> I just I just thought, what would be neat to try and do in this sort of scenario, and how would I explain it? And I managed mm. to explain it rather well, I think, for the most part. <laughs> I still need to figure out their backstory, though, but it's fine. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. That's well, uh, you don't always have to fill out their whole entire life. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of creating a character as you play, just yeah. getting a little bit oh, enough yeah. to you know understand how I'm going to play the character and 
what's their basic motivation. Yeah, I get um, you. Other little things you can fill out as as uh, as the game goes on. Yeah, so yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Having experience with Warhammer, and I think you mentioned Pathfinder too. Mm-hmm. Um, like out of all of those and D anD D that you've played, like what's like your favorite mechanic out of those systems? Mm, favorite mechanic. So thing. So um, uh, how, how how do you mean mechanic? Like you know, um, just so, just like so just know how to answer it. Well, like uh, just a part of the game, um, or even an ability that your player was able to do. Oh, um, I mean your your character was able to do. I will say, uh, technically, a pair of things because, like, the the what was it? One of the near end game bosses we ended up fighting in um, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, in the really big like two year long campaign. I think it was, uh, uh what was it, Kingdom of Tay or some stuff. Uh, no, uh, okay. I don't remember. But anyway, um, basically, the, one of the end game bosses, really big bastard, um, had <laughs> yeah. Uh, one one of the weapons he had was Vorpal, which you know okay. is always always a worrying thing, because uh, you know I, I've always, I've always heard about Vorpal in all sorts of things, like how it's really good at cutting through things, and I learnt in that session that it's apparently very good at decapitation if they were all a crit. Um, <laughs> I also I uh, I also found out um, thanks to uh, thanks to a lucky roll that. Um, what was it? One one of the items my one of the items my fighter had. Um, what was it? Danny boy had. Uh, it was a it was a shield that uh, had on death, uh, breath of life or a chance to use breath. Of, uh, I think it was breath of life. The one that okay. yeah, uh, br- you know bring try uh, that tries to bring you to above zero HP. I think it was. Um, basically, I ended up in a scenario where my character tried to block mm-hmm. that hit, but you know mm-hmm. didn't work. And their head got cut off, but Oof. in this, yeah, not a fun thing. In the same second, though, in the same instant, though, mm-hmm. the shield, the shield ended up activating um, mm-hmm. with the. I think it was like a twenty-five percent chance or something. I cannot cannot remember the exact number, but it ended up activating, and my character ended up coming back to life. So I had wow. in my I had in my head this weird scenario, where. A sword goes right through someone, right through someone's neck, mm-hmm. and then you know the head just sort of flips about a bit, and then lands <laughs> right back on the stump and stitches itself back together. Yeah, <laughs> my character just goes, "You have to try harder than that." <laughs> <laughs> the, bo- the boss, the boss was—I'm cool. pretty sure the boss was wearing a big old helmet, so he couldn't see what his face. But I'm pretty sure you would have seen his eyebrow take off. Just yeah. like what yeah. in That's the, I, I think I think he ended up say, saying, "Oh, there's a reason I na- uh, I've given you that nickname." Uh, so this thing, because apparently because my character refused to die, he'd been referred to in the ca- in the villain's tongue as Unbreakable Diamond. <laughs> so Ooh. yeah, it was cool. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It was just like. Diamond oh. is unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But no, that, that was that was that was a fun that was a fun fun pairing of mechanics, as it were. <laughs> nice. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm like that's that's something I'm gonna put. I'm gonna pocket that idea. <laughs> that's Use entirely that, fair. <laughs> yeah. Enemy boss will instantly decapitate you if they crit. Have fun. Yeah. Well, I wow. think that I think that was just part of how Vorpal worked. So it was right, it right. was either that or okay. it was either decapitation or just straight up insta kill. But yeah. you know, decapitation was I think how it was described. 
It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yes, no problem. <laughs> so, on to our GM tips. Uh, we haven't gotten GM any... Th- <laughs> we gotta have a theme song for GM tips. GM tips, GM tips, you're gonna get the tip. <laughs> oh, no. Hold <laughs> the phone. Wait, just the tip? Just the tip. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Oh, cover your ears, people. Oh, okay, well, so that <laughs> happened. Oh, dear, dear. Anyway. planning planning (laughs) we're gonna talk about planning a session now i personally have a hard time planning when i in my current campaign that i'm running i had it it started as a one shot Mm -hmm. and the people who were in my session uh wanted more Oh, they me. wanted they wanted to to continue mm-hmm. right so i'm like oh okay well yeah. <laughs> so no this pressure. is a thing no pressure no pressure um it had you know it happened but yeah. um one of the things uh, cuz week to week you you kind of have to look back at what what happened last session and mm-hmm. okay how am I going to um, take what happened and apply it to the direction you want the campaign to go into? Mm-hmm. Go to, and yeah, it's hard. But um, one of the things that I personally do um, to get myself in the mindset is I um, I really like putting together playlists for things. Music. Music. Uh, music really helps me get inspired. It gets me in the mode. It gets me um, grooving and, and mm. just right in that m- mindset. So um, I do have a playlist that um, I, I have picked theme songs for some NPCs. I have um, music that like mentally, okay, it plays during this sort of scene or... Um, this, this was a thing that happened and I imagine it, this song playing yeah. or, Hey, if my campaign was an anime, what would the theme song be? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great inspiration. Yeah. yeah. Um, getting, again the juices flowing. Mm. Yeah. That sort of thing. So it, it, it puts me in the mode. So when I'm planning, I'll throw on that playlist, maybe when I'm driving to work. Oh, cool. Good, yeah. Good, think cool. of ideas. That's a really good time for me to, cause I, it's just a straight road for thirty <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Might, as, might as well have my mind occupied with something. So I'll throw on the playlist and be mm. like, okay, yeah, I don't have anything to write down, so I have to remember to write something down when I get <laughs> when I get to my destination. Cause hey, drive safe, kids. Oh, cool. Right. Don't no. <laughs> don't don't, write don't be drive. like cat and just pull over on the road. <laughs> Gotta write the ideas down. Screech, right? screech to a halt. <laughs> Obviously, you gotta understand. <laughs> I have my journal out and I'm writing. It's like, no, look, I I had this idea for a monster to throw at my players. Don't worry, it's okay. I pulled over. Yeah, no, no, no injuries. It's all good. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, an idea you can do for <clears throat> for planning a um, not just your whole, your session, but your whole campaign, especially if you're new to it, and if you find that oh man, I have a creative block, I can't really get anything. Um, that's where uh, I'd advise you to uh, look at some modules. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can definitely look at modules, either stitch them together. But I'd advise you to start with uh, one of those really big ones, um, mm-hmm. like Lost Mine of Found the for the whatever that's called. that that word. Um, use talk. something like that because uh, that's like a nice big campaign with a big setting. <laughs> I think um, the setting and the town is kind of uh, like your dungeon and your town. It might be kind of hard to think up. Um, so grab, like look at a module and use that for inspiration, particularly um, and uh, and include as well. Like well, don't, you don't have to do it exactly. <laughs> In fact, I'd encourage you never to do any module exactly because. If you have a veteran player in your in your campaign, they'd be like, "Oh, I know exactly what's going to happen next." Um, <laughs> or uh, might I suggest listening to the back catalog of this podcast? <laughs> right, right, of course. Subtle. <laughs> um, but uh, but these like uh, the Lost Mine of and whatever and uh, and those kind of things, um, they're great for the setting, especially because they'll give you your NPCs, they'll give you a map. Um, um, I think one of the hardest things that uh, one of the, the things you can trip on is uh, constructing a town and the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, like what, like a town, you, okay, what are all the NPCs in the town? What are all the facilities the players can use? Um, uh, your town's going to always have to have some kind of blacksmith and potion shop dealer, yeah. whatever is your setting. Um, and of course, the pe- people to get the quest going. And of course, your dungeon, you're going to need, um, I don't know, traps or monsters in there, all sorts of stuff. Um, so I'll, you look at those for inspiration. And as you're looking through them, you uh, kind of come up with your own ideas. Um, you can then ha- be able to construct things on your own. But yeah, like so using modules um, hmm. is really great for your ins- for your starting inspiration, particularly with um, getting like a foundation, understanding, okay... Uh, this works for this level of party, um, this kind of idea for here and here. Hmm. And um, as you as you develop an experience, and you can just grab your own ideas and um, do whatever you want in the, in the future. Um, uh, on this note, with the planning, uh, I do want to also talk on um, the rail railroading and versus the like the sandbox. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is an interesting topic. Um, first of all, I don't think railroading is really bad. It's only bad in a sense when, um, the players want to do a thing and you as a GM, you're like, um, no, you can't do that. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Like you, uh, to, to, to define the terms, railroading is a term used for, uh, the GM has a plot and a plan and he wants the players to stick to it. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that in itself. This is the course for your for your adventure for your campaign. Uh, sandbox is more like uh, that's well like a video game term as well. Hmm. Like with Skyrim, um, you have a big old world. The players are dropped into it and they do whatever they want. Um, that's even like what uh, Jake when you referenced your uh, your own campaign earlier. Yeah, where um, you you did an adventure where you went back in time and so forth. Um, your that sounds like your GM has his own setting, has his own world, yeah. and he's able to drop players into certain sections and what have you. Um, 
And so, like, a sandbox is great, but, um, and, like, it gives a lot of freedom, but at the same time, um, it can be overwhelming if you don't have the tools within your sandbox, or I should say the toys, I guess, in the sandbox, and it's just sand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, um, I gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, and that's kind of where, well, uh, the railroading can kind of come in. Um, I like to envision instead of like uh, a railroad, more like uh, Bugs Bunny, you know, when he's doing the, the tracks, uh, like building it at the same time. Yeah. He's building the rails. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember which cartoon with that. Is. I can't oh, remember if it's Bugs Bunny or, or Coyote, Wile E. Coyote, but one of them, yeah. the Looney yeah. Tunes. Um, they're, so build your railroad while your players are going. Mm. Exactly. Um, so, like, you build a railroad for, like, uh, two sessions or so, while at the same time you have a little wiggle room. Like, exactly. have wiggle room. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just different ideas that, okay, um, they can, might be, this is of interest, places of interest, really, things of interest that they can do differently. Hmm. Um, uh, like, if your players decide, like, uh, and, like, I think what can be very anxious and anxiety-provoking is... Um, that thought of, oh my god, I have no idea what my players are going to do, especially if they're a rowdy fun bunch. <laughs> they just they might just do anything random. Um, uh, just kind of go, with the, try your best to just go with the flow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, uh, have your, have a, have your in, in your pocket um, different tracks to lead them back to where you want them to go or uh, to, to onto the path of whatever they want to do. Sort of uh, like having the bumpers up when you play when uh, bowling. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great analogy mm-hmm. metaphor. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Like you, you have your track and they might start drifting to one side or the other. Have a mm-hmm. bumper ready to, to get them back onto mm-hmm. the track. And, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, uh, be open to what's going on. Because mm-hmm. I, I can give an example of what happened with my session last night. Cool. Is um, I had a boss fight planned for them, mm-hmm. and uh, I had I led them to the boss fight, and I did not expect them to convince said boss <laughs> to turn against the big bad. Oh no! <laughs> so this was this was like a mini boss. Ah, right. uh, got you right, and. Okay. Through rolling and clever uh, uh, convincing, yeah. <laughs> uh, convinced this mini boss to be like, "Hey, wait a second! You have a point. I am being used." <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So I'm just I'm I'm going. You know what? This is going to be cool. I you know I was totally expecting them to uh, put an end to this mini boss, but. Hey, they they now have this powerful ally for the big bad, <laughs> and I I totally dig that. Yeah, and that's Good. great. Um, and I could like uh I can imagine like some some uh, new GM newer GMs they may feel anxious in that moment and they're like oh no we have to do the boss fight. Um, that's why plan for something after as well. Mm-hmm. Like plan yeah. for uh have some ideas and plans for uh like two two sessions ahead. Yeah. Um, yes. And then, like, um, very often, players will skip a thing. Like, even that there, um, that happened to <laughs> in my Zelda campaign, where they were able to persuade uh, the, the big band boys and not fight them. Um, in fact, they're on pretty good terms with them right now, too. Well, then. So, things like that can happen. Um, 
and so it's just uh, yeah, have have ideas of, um, to to lead around that. Hmm. Any any uh, any thoughts or ideas to uh, to planning for that, Jake? Um, well, I suppose with I suppose with plan with planning. Um, one one of the, one of the things that um, one of the things that I've uh, uh, seen between like a pair a pair of GMs that I've uh, mm. uh, played that I've uh, been players with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose uh, technically it's plan- I think it's planning as well, but it's like listen listen to listen to like what players say. Is is going like they didn't like about about the mm-hmm. sessions, like because um, one 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 GM, they you know they've been they've been running things for quite a while. They they ask they ask people uh, they ask the players what's uh, what they liked what they didn't like and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, and then they change things accordingly. They you know they change their the plan they they. Yeah, they change the plans um, uh, mm-hmm. for the next session. Might take a might take a little more time for them to deal with things, but you know, if it means everyone's having a good time, it's all good. Exactly. On the on the other side, on the other side, um, there was another there was another GM um, who had been who had been a player with the with the first guy for a while and wanted to try his own thing. Um, the only problem is he had an open door policy sort of thing. For like people to come in with critiques and such, um, mm-hmm. nobody really wanted to go go uh, forward with that, and the only people who did were ri- were um, written off, as it were, to put it politely. Mm. Um, oh, and they okay. didn't end up they didn't end up planning things as well. Like uh, what was it? What was it? Yeah, one of the characters in the in that guy's campaign was an archer. We had like a bu- we had a couple of people who could uh, deal with a bunch of other things, like um, what was it? You know, a couple of magicians and like clerics rather. But uh, we ended up in a we ended up in the top floor of uh, of an asylum that uh, was you know riddled with necromancy. And when okay. we got to the top, when we got to a certain room where an event flag popped up, haha. Um, all of the all of the skeletons that we'd seen walking up uh, walking up to that room they suddenly started to move and got up which was fine for the evil cleric who could uh, potentially turn them it was good for the good cleric my character um who could you know hit them who could hit them with uh, uh, positive energy and just KO them <laughs> completely uh, it was not good for the archer, whose main... Uh, I say archer, I think they were a ranger. But, you know, they primarily fought with the Same, bow. Yeah. 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 It was not good for them, because all they could do was try and fail to plink arrows at something which had nothing for arrows to stick into. Like, you know, maybe they could get headshots, but it's, they were basically useless. They didn't mm. like that. They took it up with the, They took it up with the GM... But uh, they didn't really get listened to, and kind of kind of soured things a bit. Um, exactly. Um, I at the end of every session, I ask my players, "How was that?" Mm. Um, uh, and you know, how they like it. Yeah. And I encourage all my players to uh, talk with me about um, what they like in the campaign, what they don't like, uh, what direction they like for their character to go in. Yeah. Um, getting that feedback is, and and doing your reflection. Um, is super important mm. as a GM. Yeah, that was a good tip. Hell yeah, you got the tip. Oh. GM <laughs> tips, GM tips. You got the GM tip. Oh my god, <laughs> that wording is not gonna survive. I feel. 
Oh, it might. It might. It's one of the. <laughs> it's too prominent. We can't get rid of it now. <laughs> Just like a tip. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can't get rid of it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's no. get into the module. Yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Okay. So we, uh, we yes. do the plot hook first, okay. and then we go into the theme. And then um, once we have those all picked out, we discuss our tool that we brought to the table. Mm-hmm. I have a name. So, <laughs> tool, aka thing. It, the thing <laughs> with a capital yeah. T. All right. So, shall we read real quick the titles of these hooks, and then we will have Jake do the honors. Roll oh. a one d six. Sure thing. I've got it right here. <laughs> you okay. can't hear it. You so, can't hear it. <laughs> I'll go ahead and read the titles real quick. All right. All right. So we've got sickness in the court. We're down with the sickness. <laughs> the God King. Mm. The devil is a good-for-nothing bum. Sounds about right. The new library. The smiling figure. Oh, I've heard of them. And uncultured. Hmm. Alrighty, one to six. Let's roll this bad boy. Roll that dice. It's a two. The God King. The God, the God King. King. <laughs> An aspect of a god takes the throne of a small kingdom near... The one you are currently in. Sounds pretty cool. And that is from Reddit user PivotSS. Cool. That's a good one, Pivot. <laughs> good job. All right. I just love the title God King. The God King. Oh, man. That's great. <laughs> All right. That's cool. And now we'll go to good old Don John and... Get a theme. Get, get a theme. All oh. right. Get a theme. Get a theme. Sorry, it, to, it, it was the same one from last week, so I re oh, really? oh my. Yeah, go for Can't it. Can't be spooky twice. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting the same thing like three times in a row. Well, that's, that's Destiny. We have to put it in then, Cat. <laughs> we I, have to do wait, it. Wait, no. It's Destiny. No, fate, we got. Fate, we, no, fate. it's Density, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I re rolled it, and uh, no, this is good. This is good. Comedy! <laughs> Oh, yes! <laughs> this adventure is for fun's sake. It's fun for fun's sake. Its basic purpose is to provide humor, humorous entertainment with a minimum of actual danger or tragedy. Oh. What was the last one from last time? Uh, Horror. Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Can, can we have horror comedy? <laughs> Can we do that? Um, yeah, like I scary movie. I, I have heard of movies that do that. Or um, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods type of thing. Oh, actually, that's a way better example. Yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to do that? Why not? But um, but you can do whatever. <laughs> um, I like I like I'm a horror person. Uh, way more over uh, straight up comedy. Oh yeah, I'm I, I rather just have jokes layered in there as uh, icing. <laughs> You know what? Let's do it. Let's do horror with a side of comedy. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. We, yeah. Because, you know, we want to change it up for the listeners out there a little bit. So we'll do horror again. And 
a little serving of comedy in there. Mm. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the tools that we're bringing to the table. All right. Mm. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, okay. So my thing is uh, cursed, but the players don't realize it at first. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I like this idea of a curse happening on the players, but um, they don't realize that the, I don't know, hit, witch's hand wiggles at them actually curse them. <laughs> and that you, um, as a GM, kind of throw in little things that maybe hint to, mm, hey, yeah. maybe you are cursed. Maybe... <laughs> Um, like, why is this suddenly happening now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and over time realizing, oh, right, we kind of pissed off the local uh, wizard and put a curse on our head. Okay. Yeah. What are your ideas for what types of curses? Um, <laughs> we could, uh, um, my initial inspiration for, for this was like, oh, well, at night, you become skeletons. <laughs> spooky. You could do spooky, but it could be, um, it could be little little things like um, when you eat, you are, you have you gain the nutrition of eating, but you're mm. not satisfied. Hmm. That is actually very frightening. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, uh, um, living. That that that's a good curse. Like like. Okay, you're you're still you're strong. You're still getting. Um, you're not going to suffer any physical side effects, but you're just not like I'm still got these hunger pains. I still mm-hmm. like. Well, I just ate this big meal and nothing. Right, and what's what's great is they can keep eating and die. They could. Oh they God. Could. Um. Or nothing has taste to it. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you eat no, and that's, it's that's, just like... Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I like... Oh, um, just remembering one. Um, where they anything they eat, it turns to ash in their mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Like, where, where is that from? I taste that I can't remember where it's from. But, um, but yeah, that's an idea. Um, like, anything they eat can just turn into something... Um, but I really like the, the first one where it's like nothing they have satisfies them. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And that that's something that can um, happen over time. Because, you know, if you're on the road, you have these meager rations or you're just at really shitty inns. And yeah, okay, mm-hmm. we we ate and... It just it tastes just, like... Sh- yeah, it's yeah. tasteless. It was just like... Uh, and then... But say you players go to like a banquet and it's like, mm. wait a second why mm-hmm. like i thought this was supposed to be good food <laughs> exactly yeah that's a that, i like i like this idea a lot um we'll probably run with that cat um, cool. especially like with how you just said it with little things like uh leading up to the banquet and it's like wait a minute this is supposed to be good food yeah. i like that yeah. a lot yeah especially like if we're folding in the the god king <laughs> <laughs> in there you know so like oh we're, we're eating at his table and oh something's wrong mm-hmm. something is wrong <laughs> oh that's a cool thing i that makes me think like um i like i want to i to kind of go with the theme too i'm kind of imagining god king being a trickster god 
Uh, and uh, maybe he's a source of the curse. And like he's like, tee hee hee, I'm going to invite the players to my banquet. And then he's like kind of snickering as he sees them not being able to eat. Um, yeah, oh, that's... Oh. <laughs> yeah, that could that could get really creepy with the 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 horror theme. Yeah, too. That is cool. <laughs> okay. For uh, my my tool, um, it's very unoriginal. Um, I've thrown in uh, the villain is your father. Uh, this can be any of the players' father, or a father figure, or uh, you can even do a parent. I personally think that uh, while it is not original, it can be really cool. It can be really impactful. Um, of course, ev- I think everyone's brains kind of go to Star Wars when they see that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My brain also goes to uh, Chrono Cross. Um, yeah. With uh, Lynx being uh, Serge's father. That was really cool for me as a kid. The spoilers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you haven't played um, Chrono Cross by now, what the heck have you done with your life? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man, it's I love it, um, but yeah, like um, and it's just, it's just can be really cool. Um, not to say he's the head villain; it can be a um, a secondary villain or something like mm. that. A villain, I should say. Yeah. Um, and it can be pretty impactful for a player. Um, I'd say throw it out for a player, um, either one like a player who thought their father was dead, or uh, a, uh you can go from so many angles, really. Mm. So many emotional angles, or if you want a player to try and um, you're not sure where what direction to go for them, uh, you can do that with that kind of player. And you're like, ah, oh, your dad's a bad guy. And it's like, <gasps> no, you know that kind of emotional stuff. Um, so there's things you can do here. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. As long as you put it right, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll think on a little more. Um, but not. Uh, go ahead, Jake. Uh, give us your tool. Right. Okay. Uh, my tool is um, like like is something that I've uh, borrowed from uh, my, from uh, GM. I'm sure they're fine mm-hmm. with it. Of course. Um, it's essentially a we- It's essentially weapons that have been imbued with imbued with people's souls that are then capable mm-hmm. uh, that are then capable of talking to the wielder. Uh, so say for example someone's someone's been looking into what was it looking into like how to make the ultimate weapon or something like the ultimate sword the or, key blade yeah the ultimate key so they can unlock any door no um but um, <laughs> but they you know they they fi- they finally find that the the that one of the one of the be- one of the best ways to Im- to enhance the weapon is to somehow imbue it with um, a consciousness or something and they mm-hmm. they end, they end up finding out that uh, what was it they end up through research finding that the the best uh, or the, the greatest um, buffs to the weapon or the great the greatest mm-hmm. advantages come from weapons that have been imbued with souls that are or yeah souls personalities consciousnesses whatever mm-hmm. that have, that are that have great meaning to the person <sighs> making mm-hmm. the weapon so, like, say it's like Evangelion when you think about it, you know. Um, all the of. all the units, uh, yeah, sort of, like Shinji's mom and Asuka's mom and whatever. Yeah, I um, I never actually watched that, so I completely did not know about that. <laughs> I have. You're a, welcome. I have a great idea how to fold this into the the hook. I was thinking on that cat, but let's let let Jake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jake, are you are you are you good on on, on sharing your tool? Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna say it's what was it? It would end up being like um, 
the the weapon would be able would be you know best would be attuned to the person who originally made it you know mo- the best mm-hmm. best attuned, but if someone were able to you know acquire the weapon in some way, um, and they were able to awaken like the the soul that was within, that was within it, uh, they would be able to they would be able to converse with the weapon, learn about its past, find out. Uh, information about about like uh, the original the, the person who was originally sacrificed in mm-hmm. a sense to make the weapon, and they mm-hmm. could end up getting uh, greater buffs from the weapon mm-hmm. by having uh, by eventually attuning to it. So the closer you are to the person who is in the weapon, the stronger it is for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, like that's that's Evangelion. Like, um, you're a better pilot if your mom's in the in the in the robot. <laughs> I've got questions to ask my GM. No, <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he got his idea perfectly fair and normal. Sure. Yeah. No, no, for sure. Uh, we all grab inspirations from everywhere. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but I think Cat and I may be on the same um, page with uh, how we can impl- in, in, uh, implement that. But Cat, uh, you go ahead. Okay. And, uh, share. Yeah. So this is what I'm thinking is so the the hook is the god king. Yeah. I mm-hmm. am thinking the weapon is the god. Mm. And the king came into possession of <clears throat> this weapon and the god has taken over the king because oh, he is he is good. he is in possession of this weapon now. I like that a lot. That's pretty yes. cool. That's very pretty cool. much. My brain was going somewhere else, and that's actually good, so I can share that as well. Yep. Excuse me. It's with uh with tying in um tying in uh my hook uh my uh excuse me my tool. It's uh so the villain is your father, um or any other parentage, but uh your parent is crafting those soul bound weapons, and they've used your other your mom. Yeah, and so your father's like wielding your mom as a weapon, and now they're and he's like, yeah, I want a dual wield, so I want you too. Oh god! <laughs> oh, oh, oh that, along that's those good. lines, and um, and of course it might be a little be like, why is my dad evil? Um, it could be a case of well, uh, he's being manipulated by said trickster god king, hmm. or uh, or something along those lines, um. Just making them making them evil. Like uh, I think it'd be really cool, especially if like that parent is a blacksmith, mm. um, and it's like, well, he's like the best blacksmith in town. So the God King is like, yeah, okay, you you make these soul bound weapons. Sounds good. Ooh, mm-hmm. going along with that, maybe that's how the players are called to this kingdom. Sure. Yes. Is that the the god king is working with this blacksmith that makes these soul weapons yeah Mm -hmm. and one of the players gets a letter calling them to the kingdom Mm -hmm. and with the intention that this blacksmith wants to use their kid as the weapon yeah Yeah. i can can get get with that and that's great so maybe that's um the the god king is trying to butter up the players by inviting them to the banquet yeah i get i get where you're coming from now and the curse happens to keep them there hmm. in a sense 
like sure. oh crap i, I was cursed you know we we eventually find out that we were cursed by this god king how are we mm-hmm. going to get rid of this curse and deal with one of our players <laughs> <laughs> maybe being turned into a sword yeah yeah <laughs> turn into emmy ashiro yeah <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> Oh God! Um, we could probably even do something if you want. As I really love your curse, though, but uh, maybe the curse is you become a sword. Hmm. Ooh. You become a weapon, <gasps> I should say, not necessarily a sword. Oh, like slowly over time, they're yeah, like realizing, like they're oh. very slowly turning metal. Um, basically, the petrified status, hmm. but metal instead of stone. Oh. Um, and like, like very sl- like, and like. Halfway it'll be good because like oh hey they have a blade sticking out their arm right That's not normal. and they can use that, um, but then you know very slowly uh, uh, they sh- they keep shifting um, into into a uh, into a uh, into a weapon. I, hey that I like that. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah yeah and um, that could be like this God King's whole deal. It's like yeah I I, I make uh, make weapons out of y'all and is work and is working with this uh the blacksmith blacksmith father yeah. figure mm-hmm. uh parental figure parental uh, figure parent yeah the the thicker the blood the better really mm. um but uh yeah yeah that's a really cool idea i think um and that that does tie into the horror theme like yeah. just the uh, how horrifying it is to to come to the realization that you are turning into an inanimate object. Oh, yeah. and you know what, Cat? We can still keep your thing with the food because weapons don't eat. Yeah. Like, you, you don't need taste buds. It can start out like that. And it's like, oh, what's going on? Okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I like that's, that. Okay. There we go. I tied it back in. Yeah. Yep. Nice. <laughs> and we have a side of comedy with the God King being uh, a trickster. A piece sort of, of crap. yeah. I like. You can do I, a lot of silly stuff. Yeah, a lot of silly, like kind of like a showman type. I'm of thinking. Figure. Um, I'm thinking also like yeah, uh, mm. like uh, there's tons of like um, like that trickster god in Skyrim. I can't remember his name. I oh, remember I which talking. one you're on about, but um, I can't remember the his elder name. god, elder scrolls, I should say, because he's in, like in all the games. Yeah, but um, you can do like 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 he's just crazy, or you could do um that that um that guy in Superman. That you have to say his name backwards to get rid of him. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can just do a lot of ton of stuff with a trickster god. Yeah. There's just um, someone who's completely bored and wants to do something amusing. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a great reason for him to be like, yeah, I'm take um, kind of taking over this king so I can just have fun. <laughs> oh, my God. You can even tie in like... Um, Maybe, he, like, his his own backstory is, like, he's jealous of, like, a blacksmith god. So he's like, I'm going to make even better weapons than Hephaetus or whatever, you know? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Those are some ideas. Yeah. See, for some reason, for some reason, my mind always goes back to a bet. <laughs> There's just two two gods having a bet. Yeah, you got bet. Um... I like that, yeah. Like they're, uh, yeah, I, in fact, even make it like one-sided. Like it's just this trickster god. Like, yeah, I want to make black be better weapons than Mister Blacksmith God or whatever. The other guy just doesn't yeah. know what's going on. He's like, what? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
So setting. Yeah. Um, hmm. Small. Yeah. Small. Small kingdom. They're they're well known for a black. We can make it like it's a blacksmith kingdom. Yeah. They're um, they're known for their their metal. Uh, metal work. work. They have metal some mines. Mines. Yeah. yeah. That's that's their trade. Hmm. Maybe they worship the blacksmith god. I could believe that. And that is exactly why the trickster god is like, I'm going to take over this thing. Hmm. Either in this setting or uh, from another land uh, um, that just belongs to the uh, belongs to a player character. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this this um, blacksmith parental figure could also be maybe um, it might not necessarily be one of your players. It might be an a parental figure of an NPC the players are helping out. Hmm. And that's how they, they get hooked in. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, but that's not as powerful as when that's it's an actual player. Because um, hmm. then it's uh, it's secondary. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be way true. more pa- impactful when it is a player's character. Yeah. Even if they that try and get around true. it by being orphans. Now, uh, Jake, let's ask you, uh, what are some enemies we'll see in this module? Mm, enemies. What are your ideas? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, this, is, this is where it becomes apparent that I've never DM'd anything. Because um, I'm trying I'm trying to think. Like, uh, like, uh, ma- like major or uh, like uh, people, try- people trying to s- any, any, stop the Anything discovery? that comes to mind. Hmm. Well, possibly, possibly... Um, Possibly, um, pre- uh, what was it? P- uh, priests of the uh, pre- priests of either the trickster god or like the um, the or of the blacksmithing god. They're like, uh, like if it if it's if it's people who worship the trickster god who know what's going on, they're obviously going to yeah, want to like try that. and stop things. But like if it's mm-hmm. if it's people who um, worship the black, you know, the blacksmith god, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, how dare you accuse our god of doing this? They would never do this sort of thing. And you know, because mm. like say, like you know, who's who's going? Who exactly is going to try and turn someone into a weapon? It's either going to be a trickster god who's just bored as hell, or you know, a blacksmith god who wants to see what they can do. And it's just like, it's, like that. yeah. We have two different factions here. Yeah, it's very good. You know, potential potential factions depending on depending on you know uh, who it depends like on who that a lot. the party tries to chase up. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a a route they could go by trying to uh, employ the divine intervention of the blacksmith god. Mm-hmm. Um, they can try that way, um, or uh, uh, let's say the god king. Um, the trickster god, he wants to, uh, maybe like we can have like the, the actual plot of it after the banquet, cause I love that idea, Kat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. after the banquet, he's like, if you want to get rid of this curse before turning into another weapon, uh, go invade the blacksmith's god's temple and collect, uh, some stupid item he has and come be give it to me. So, um, and that way they'll have enemies of the blacksmith god as well. Mm. Um, and, and maybe, the, the, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that the motivation of plundering the blacksmith god's yeah. temple is to weaken the will of the the faction. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's sort of a, a to demoralize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember, right? My, that's where my mind was going as well. 
demoralizes them. Basically, uh, I mean, he being a trickster god, he just wants to take a big dookie on this this guy. Just messing with things, yeah. Nice. Okay, I I did never did not think of priests. Yeah. Great idea, um, Jake. No problem. <laughs> Let's see. Um, and being in uh, the shrine, I I think there's a lot of like living armor. Oh yeah, living armor. armor. Like yeah, uh, um, th- things that may have been. Um, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Maybe like uh those floating weapons. I can't remember what you call those spellbound weapons, right? Um, spellbound weapons. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, no, I, th- I, I know, I know, know what, what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Floating weapons. Yeah. Hmm. I get you. On the flip side, uh, let's see. Scary clowns um, from the trickster ground. So clowns. (laughs) Uh, Definitely. (laughs) Basically, and their true form is uh, Eldritch Horrors. Basically it. So just clowns. Basically it. Horrors. Yes. Oh, man. I, kinda, I can never that, imagine. If, I can never imagine. So this is Sorry. if they uh, end up um, pissing him off too much. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or uh, going against what he wants, or allying with the blacksmith god instead. Mm. Um, they like the whole town gets invaded by um, really scary clowns. Um, yeah. I imagine if they helped the blacksmith god to out this trickster god king. Mm-hmm. The blacksmith god will have the power to remove the curse because he's got um, some um, power over weapons. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So either way, they'll they'll have an out for mm-hmm. uh, removing this curse. Yes, definitely. Um, either the trickster god will just move it, remove it from them. The blacksmith god will do it for them. Yeah, as a as a uh, favor, as a. Right, as a miracle, as for helping for allying with them. Yeah, <laughs> or um, we can probably come up with a third thing. There might be a being attacked by the local blacksmiths. <laughs> I I like the idea too that the uh, player characters are being turned into different kinds of weapons, not just bladed weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe one is going to be turned into a staff or or a, yeah. Um, or uh, one a is getting like really heavy. They're being turned into like a, a shield, a shield, or yeah, a mace, a mace. mace. Yeah. yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that would be interesting. so. Nunchucks. You could definitely, definitely play play that up. That would be interesting. <laughs> Nunchucks. One of your arms just like turns into <laughs> chains, and your hand is kind of like hanging off. Yep. <laughs> just wake up one morning. Oh, this isn't normal. <laughs> this is different. And we can say uh, the defender of the of um, of the temple, def- like the boss of the temple, is um, is per- is a player is a player's uh, parent. Yeah, I like that. Wielding their other parent. My mom's a sword. Oh, that's <laughs> rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dad's evil. My mom's a sword. Oh no. Or <laughs> my mom's using my dad as a mace. <laughs> Don't they old? <laughs> Maybe we should come up with a name for this guy. Hmm. Yeah. Or, uh, um. I mean, at the same time, some fo- some of you folks uh might have a name for your own trickster mm-hmm. god that you, in for your own setting. 
Um, but we can probably come up with something too. Because isn't there a, a trickster god in Five E? I'm pretty sure um, there I, is. I, I'm sure, but I don't pay attention to any of those gods. <laughs> uh, Let's see. I, oh, I um... don't use any of that lore. Can I have like a default name and just have people retrofit it? I know that's a typo, but that's amazing. Become Sinfested. Sinfested. That's uh, I'm sure that's a metal band name. Oh, that, it, that is amazing. It's like an easy way out to end the campaign. It's like, yeah, just do what the bad guy wants. Mm-hmm. See, now for some reason I'm trying to think, what would happen if you tried to if you tried to play the Trickster God in his own game? Like, say you wanted to, um, you know do as he said but then you end up you, you end up um you, you find a way to get something to get like an a, a forgery of the item of power in order to get mm. in order to you know say yeah I, I managed to do it here you go but like it's been it like it's been blessed by the um it's been blessed by the blacksmithing god who's managed to who's done something so that um if like another godlike being touches it it ends up for, it, it ends up making them do something. I'm not entirely sure what, but like, uh, uh-huh. you know, you, you, if you can, because you know, you know, some people are gonna try and um, play th- sure. play both sides, as it were. Mm. Um, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, great thought. And if that happens, then um, uh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, it will be because then that you just end up being able to uh, defeat the trickster god. It sounds like. Um, Especially if like you align with the blacksmith god, um, and he does something funky to the hammer, um, you go to the trickster, give it to give him the hammer, and it banishes him or whatever. It turns him um, into a weapon. And yeah, he's like, well, that's just very rude, but I can appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> um, yeah, you can definitely do that. Yeah. Um, with some deception rolls that are good enough and what have you. Yeah. Um, things like that can definitely go down. Hmm. Um, in every module, every setting, uh, players will find ways to to do things outside of the box, which I encourage. Yeah. I think that's uh, always great. Tip for GMs, don't be that person who does not reward that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're not fighting your players. Kat, is there anything else you'd uh, like to add to this or... I'm I'm uh, trying to think up of a name for this trickster god. Let's call him Fluky. <laughs> call him what? A little, little, little too on the nose. <laughs> little too on the nose. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Uh, you spell it like F A U X. Uh, Oki. <laughs> Um, Pagliacci. Pa- Pagli- Pag- oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Pagliacci. <laughs> no, sorry. Pag-lo-key. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> Loki's banned from now on. That's entirely I'm fair. Sorry. So how about my original tricks to call it? He's you know, Loki, and like, though? yeah, Loki and Thor. Those are the gods. It's you got to get Thor's hammer. <laughs> You're. Work- I mean. It, dude, more power to the DM if they want to go that route. That that'd yeah, be actually kind of kind of awesome. <laughs> you can do whatever you like here for sure. You know, if if your um if your setting already has a trickster god, um, 
Because I know I've even looking up because there's a lot of five B deities mm. that could be the the in the trickster domain that you can mm-hmm. throw at them. So absolutely. Mm. And uh, if this if this setting doesn't fit your trickster god particularly, maybe go with um it's his his son or something. I, it all depends on what your setting is, but you can probably think around the box for it. Yeah. Yeah. Deities are kind of a, a strange mechanic, yeah. uh, depending on be. what you're doing with your, your setting. As for uh, Blacksmith, Yorn. It's... I don't know. Yorn? I just kind of smashed my fingers on the keyboard a while ago. Uh, everyone's I don't know if that's a word or not. Yorn. That's... I, when I think blacksmith, I think something really simple and easy to say. Yeah, you know? Yorn. I like that. Okay, and the kingdom can be Yornsdale. Yornsdale. Yornsburg. 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 Yornberg. Yeah, Yornberg. Yornberg is ready. Sorry. <laughs> Life is like a hurricane here in Yornberg. <laughs> Berg, there you go. I think we hit all the points here, guys. Yes, we did. All right. This is cool. All right. Hurrah. Successful (laughs) podcast. I would love to see those scary clowns. I'm sure they look great. I would love, like, to to horrify... Because that's one thing that I kind of like to do with my players, um, is scare them a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Just throw, throw in a little bit of... And I love the idea of these scary clowns. They're just using, like, shit like balloon animals as familiars. Oh, God. And, like, uh, and they're clowns riding tricycles on fire. And they're just like... Oh, some elephants, too. Uh, Some just scary elephants. Pink elephants. Scary clown elephants. Scary clown Dumbo elephants. They can fly, too. Oh, God. Why not? They're they're pink elephants on parade. Yes. They're here. They're there. Wait, that's that's Huffleupps and Woozles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. The, you know what? Pink elephants, Huffleupps and Woozles, same vein, same thing. <laughs> They're both scary childhood images. All right, and they can throw pies at you. It, and they explode. Uh, I was going to say they deal emotional damage. They do. Both. <laughs> Your charisma goes down because your your face. Is... Oh man, the bard's worst enemy. <laughs> A clown. <laughs> I love that idea. Oh dear. Oh, well, this sounds pretty fun. Oh my god. Though I, I would be, I would, I would not want to be the guy being chased by a clown in this sort of scenario. It just, it just sounds absolutely horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I think we we did it. Hooray. All right. We're going to wrap this up. I think Sounds good can. to me. Okay. Well, that'll be all for today's uh, module, friends. Thank you very much for listening. Um, before we go, uh, Jake, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Um. Well, I suppose I could plug my Twitter, but uh, all, all I do on there is sure. talk random crap about uh, Final Fantasy. So if you're interested in but... seeing what sort of stuff I type on the regular, look up, well, it's uh, it's the same as my name, Jake Bob. So that's Jake Bob at Twitter. Yep. Um, Kat, would you have anything for you to plug? Yeah, I'll plug my Twitter again. It is at Sarcastic Cat, Cat spelled K-A-T-T. Um, you get that 
Prime uh, Final Fantasy fourteen content. <laughs> um, if you take a look at my pinned tweet, I am recruiting for my free company. If you are interested in playing Final Fantasy fourteen, please consider coming to the Brynhildr server. Tomberry War Machine would love to have you. As for me, uh, you can find me on my Twitter as well, Z-A-S-N-E underscore I-I for Assassinate the Second. Um, follow me for all sorts of bullshit. Um, huge nerd here. Um, other than that, for our uh, lovely podcast here, please follow our Twitter at MyDungeonCast. Um, please email us any, uh, any tips, uh, any uh, ideas... Feedback. Any, uh, feedback. Um, yeah, questions for us mm-hmm. if there's anything you want us to talk about. Uh, if you have an idea for a plot hook, we'd love those too. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Any any tools you like to share, we'll definitely um, throw those in. And uh, of course, you can um, join our Patreon. Um, that's patreon.com slash welcome to my dungeon. And you can get all sorts of content there, these podcasts and more. We gotta, we gotta thank uh, Marcus Fuller for the use of our intro Absolutely. into the hall, into the hall of the Mountain King, composed by Edward Edward Grieg. You could find his YouTube channel at youtubecom Fuller. That's Marcus with a K. Yeah. All right. Thank you again, Jake, for coming yeah, on. It's been great being here. It's been a great. It's talk. been great having you, sir. <laughs> thank you very much. Well. All right. Yes. Thank you. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Hope you have fun uh, trying out with this module and any other stuff that we were able to talk about. And don't delve too and, deep and without predictions. That's all. That's it. All right. We're done. Have no, a good night, No, we gotta friends. say the thing. We gotta no. say. No. Yes, we no. do. What? Yes. We can't. Uh, we, we need had... a new catchphrase. That's what we need. We had the tip. Okay. We... <laughs> oh, oh no. We had just the tip, so don't delve too deep with that protection. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh my god, email us with a new send-off, please, God. <laughs>